This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome uh, to the beginning of another week here on the Ken Miller Show. It's 1700 KBGG. Trent Connor and myself are with you uh, for the next couple of hours talking sports and localizing it as best as we absolutely can every Monday through Friday from noon until 2. Lots going on, lots to recap. Not a ton to preview tonight. Kind of a disappointing night on Big Monday. Kind of a thud. There are a couple of Big 12 games. I'm sure we'll get into those a little bit later on. Maybe TCU West Virginia of the two uh, resonates the loudest, if you will. But maybe some Olympics as well. Uh, Here's what's coming up on the program today. Dylan Montz will be here. He covers Iowa State for the Ames Tribune, AmesTrib.com. Take a look back at, uh, and you called it, Trent. By the way, let's stop right there. Credit where credit is due. Yeah. I was going to do another minute or so on the open before I walk. You said you liked Oklahoma uh, last Friday on the money line. Iowa State. I beg your pardon. You said you liked Iowa State over yes. Oklahoma. Did you back it up? I did. I oh, finally boy. put I, your money where your mouth was. I did and walked away uh, with a smile on my face. Good for you. Over the weekend, both Saturday and Sunday. Ah, nice yeah, for you. So you had a couple of winnings day. Digging myself out of the deep hole that I put myself yeah, in. Yeah, you were struggling, that's for sure. Uh, Iowa State certainly wasn't struggling. No. That was a terrific basketball game. We'll talk a ton about that. Dylan Montz is going to be here. Uh, when we got off the air on Fridays, the football program uh, announced some news as well. Uh, that they embargoed, I guess, for the what, 10 days or whatever it was for some reason. Kyle Kempt uh, was granted another year of eligibility by the NCAA. That's great for Iowa State. They get their veteran signal caller back. It was going to be an interesting competition, but I don't think that competition is on the table anymore. At least uh, we shall see. Uh, so Dylan Mont, Scott Dockerman's going to be here at 1240. We'll recap Iowa's dismantling at the hands of uh, Ohio State, who's really good um, this, this past weekend. Iowa once again had their struggles. It's now been three games. It's been four games. The last three, Jordan Bohannon has yet to get back to that free throw line. You know the last game he missed a free throw, Trent? You were there. I was there in Sioux Falls. In Sioux Falls during the Colorado <laughs> game. Did I go to a game this year? I did. I yes. did. It was well, last time that they he missed a free throw was all the way back before Christmas, but uh, hasn't been to the free throw line in a while. Certainly not knocking the kid. He's playing as you know what off. Mm-hmm. Really is. Uh, in the one o'clock hour, Rob Doster, collegebasketballtalk.com, which is now part of the NBC Sports. Uh, he will be with us. We'll talk college basketball. I like the fact that CBS came out and a little showed a little transparency, got us talking, got us thinking about Selection Sunday, which is, what, four weeks away. Uh, but it gave us an indicator. Um, I hate to say this <laughs> if it was tomorrow. Um, but they gave us the first four seeds and in, in the four regions. So a little something to chew on at the very least with the new way that they're coming up with this, the quadrants. 
We'll talk about that. And then uh, Todd Fredrickson, the Iowa Wild. Speaking of news that was made after we got off the air last Friday, the Iowa Wild looked good for them. Uh, signed a five-year extension. There's going to be hockey in downtown Des Moines. I'm of the belief that it is growing, that they are helping grow the sport here in the state of Iowa. Um, they also announced a preseason game. St. Louis Blues and the Iowa Wild will play in September, so Todd Fredrickson will be here. But overall, Trent, it was a um, you know a weekend without football, so we get used to it, but not bad. Not bad, no. I mean, yesterday was kind of left a little something to be desired, especially the way things were going at the Bell MTS Center in downtown Winnipeg uh, yesterday afternoon. But there really <laughs> wasn't... I watched the Olympics for the first time, I, I guess, is where I'm going to go. Yeah, watched uh, some luge for a while. Watch any curling? Little bit, little uh-huh. bit. Had more of that earlier in the week. Uh, Thursday, Friday was more in the curling scene for me. You know, I'd never seen mixed doubles curling before. Oh, I really? I had no idea that the rules were as different as they were from yeah. a from a regular uh, curling game uh, as opposed to, to mixed doubles. Yeah, was... I kind of like the format, yeah, actually. Yeah. kind of like the format. And then we get into the debate every four years. If I really dedicated myself to becoming a curler. No, you could become a curler. You couldn't become an Olympic curler. Exactly. Is the answer. But there are plenty of people out there oh, sure. that think that they could. I know. Trenton, those people couldn't come out of the, push themselves out of the hack and keep their balance. I will guarantee you it yeah. is way harder than it looks. Because it looks easy. It does look easy, but and a lot of the people now are pushing. They're not lifting the stone off the ice at all, especially the women. I get it. It's heavy. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you've got one of those rocks in your hand and you're going back and you're pushing off and you're taking your aim before you either throw an in-turn or an out-turn, um, t- tougher than you think. Yes. It's, but it's fun. It's, it's, it's a blast. It really is. And um, not unexpectedly whatsoever, it's upticking as it always does every four years, and then we'll forget about it. Really enjoy the snowboarding. Did you? I did. Yeah. See, that one doesn't make sense to me. It, that's um, that's a trick. Yeah. It's not a sport. It's a trick. Sure. But isn't that? I mean, that's gymnastics or tricks. Figure skating uh, or tricks. Well, at least you got to skate. You got to maintain your balance and flip. Look. Now I was watching them do. They're going over the pipes. They're doing the yeah. flips. Yeah. I, I just thought it was awesome. No, look at I. It, it takes um. Takes a ticker to be yeah. to, to do that. Yes. Let's let's be honest. I mean, that and the what do they call it? Ski flying? Or yes. Just oh my god. The jumping. Um, yeah. Yeah. It uh, it takes a I strong ticker. I haven't seen ticker. any of that yet. I think it was maybe day one of the Olympics, and I'm sure there's going to be more coming up. But mm-hmm. it's 17 hour time difference. Yeah. It's just weird. You know, it's weird. When they're doing last night, watching figure skating with the wife. Did you? You got uh, forced into doing that. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was live though. So it was morning? Yeah, it had to be. Yeah, it had to be. How weird is that? No, it's very weird. You're, 17 hours. You're, there's your 7 a.m. Uh, wake-up call. You're going to uh-huh. go compete for a gold medal. Yeah, they've had their breakfast God. and they're back there, and they're in, into their event, and we're watching before we turn the TV off and hit the sack. Yeah, uh, time difference makes it a little more difficult. It does. And you, if you want to know what happened, but it's not like I'm following a bunch of Olympic reporters See, on Twitter. See, somebody got me. Ken Fang, who I follow oh, yeah, on Twitter, yeah. he got me. I was watching Norway and Canada in the semifinal of the mixed doubles, and I thought it was live. So I stayed uh-huh. on Twitter, and it was a it was a 3-3. The game was 3-3, and I go back on Twitter. Well, Canada will play for a goal. They beat Norway 8-4. to I screamed. 
<laughs> I don't want to know that. All right, let's get to what matters here, and that's college basketball in our state. And let's start with uh, with Iowa State because they deserve every single minute of airtime here today uh, as they knocked off their third top 20 team uh, so far in 2017-18 season, um, well, in particular 2018, the friendly confines of Hilton Coliseum, the Trey Young Show, uh, Lindell Wigington, um, just phenomenal. But Cameron Lartrent is the... I've been fortunate to buy Cameron Lard stock real cheap. You did because yes. you guys kept uh, you can't snap it up the Wigington. He's a great player. Don't get me wrong, and he was really good. Cameron Log is the most important player on this Iowa State team, in my opinion. Um, and he he kept his uh, himself out of foul trouble. The histrionics weren't there. He's an emotional kid. I get that. You're going to get the, the, you know, the facial expressions. And depending on the three guys that have been uh, entrusted with officiating the game, they may or may not have a problem with that. They didn't this past Saturday. Hilton was electric. At least it appeared that way through the television. And they did it again, Trent. Um, knocking off number 17, Oklahoma. Lard, you could see why they waited around for this guy. Yes, you I can. Mean, there, there's a lot of talent there. And... The upside is immense. This is a guy that just feels like he's scratching the surface mm-hmm. and he's playing at this level and he's going out and getting 19 and 17. And you know what? For for Iowa State's sake, it's a good thing he's 6'9 and not 6'10, 6'11. It's true. Yeah. Right? He might be. Well, here's a question. So the rules have changed now in, as it pertains to putting your name in for the NBA. You can explore. You can do it, pull it back, yep. and you can do it multiple times. Mm-hmm. There are many people that would say, well, you should do it every year, just to just to get just, a, a report card, right? What 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 they're looking for, uh-huh. what you need to improve upon. But if it would happen where Lindell Wigington and Kim Lard puts their name into the draft, how nervous are people up in Ames? <laughs> I mean, because because they're already looking forward to next year, yes, and I can understand that. Yes, we know that it's a possibility. You can put your name, pull mm-hmm. it back, and you you don't lose eligibility. Mm-mm. But for people that aren't dyed in the wool and see that, like, oh, he's gone, great. <laughs> I, but if you're if you're an advisor, you get his ear. You say, just do it. I would think that you. I mean, that there's no harm in doing it. Yeah, there's no harm whatsoever. Tyler Cook should do it. Yes, he should. Absolutely should get yeah. get the you know get a report card what you need to work on to better your game to prepare your game for the NBA. Peter Jack did it. Peter Jock did it, absolutely. Came and back. then he not got sick and, and, and didn't have that opportunity to showcase. Where was he, New Orleans, I yes. want to say, when he got sick or did, and then he hurt his hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and to, to the benefit of the Hawks, he came back and the decision was made easy for him, quite honestly. But I, I think both those guys, you, you need to explore it. It's yes. there. Yeah. It's there for a reason. Cameron Lard gets better every time. And again, um, even though he only played 20 minutes earlier in the week, he was very active at, what, 21 or 22, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. This past Saturday, he was unbelievable. Uh, watching Trey Young, uh, look, he, he struggled to shoot the three ball mightily this past week. You're not going to see him struggle like that. And and, <laughs> and just the, the no fear where he's launching those threes <laughs> from, Trent. I mean, you don't see guys taking them from that deep. He's look. He's he's NBA ready. He's, yes, yes. He's NBA ready. He's going to get the crap kicked out of him in all likelihood, at least early, because mm-hmm. he's slight. Um, and la- and watching Sacramento and the T Wolves last night, I probably watched a half of that game. Just jumps off the screen. Just how big those NBA dudes are, right? The physicality oh, of it, it's just, just crazy. You even see that at the G League level. You go down I to bet an, you do. Yep. at an Iowa yep. Wolves game, and how big those guys mm-hmm. are and now you take it up to another level in the NBA it is crazy and, and the difference there 
But uh, credit to Donovan Jackson. Great defensively, too. Boy, did he play well. Yes, he did. He was up there. And played every single four of those 40 minutes. Trent, he didn't miss a single one of them. Face guarding, Uh not letting him get the ball back, which is a big part of what they do. Mm -hmm. He was really important uh, of that. So credit to the senior who, uh, you know, he can shoot you in and out of games at times, but never known as a defensive stopper by any means. No. To play that way, pretty good, and... I think Wigington was pretty fired up, though. To Absolutely was. We talked about that before yep. the weekend. You could tell. There there was a little something extra there. This one there. meant a little bit more for yes. him. I can, I can understand that. Saw him a lot, I'm sure, on the AU circuit. They were ranked pretty close yes, to each they other. they were. They were, and he did see. They did see a lot of each other on the AAU circuit. And I mean, you know, I don't think that this got. I mean, Wigington had no idea what ESPN was doing throughout the game, but there was a tracker. Yes, right? there has uh, been for for a, a while. while. Yep, yes. a Trey Young tracker, and there's one guy on the floor that's putting up more points than he is, and that's the uh, the Canadian uh, guard in Lindell Wigington. But it's Camelard, Trent. I'm a bit, such, I was such a big fan of this kid's game, um, and. You know, if he can stay out of foul trouble, control the emotions, easier said than done. It's a, you know, it's a passionate sport, and that's how, that's his calling card. That's one of the things that makes him the player he is. Uh, conversely, Iowa goes on the road to Columbus. Um, take take over. <laughs> they're, ter- they're terrible. They're really. They're, they're, they're you know, one, I do team. want to say one thing, because I'm starting to see Jack Nungy emerge a little bit. Played well, didn't he? I yeah. thought I thought there were times when he led them in scoring. Um, so this isn't going too far in a limb that he was the best hawk on the floor on Saturday night. There weren't a lot of positives out there by that team, uh, but he was one of them. He was one of them. Maybe the only he one was of them. the one. Yeah, he was the one. And yeah, that that's putting lipstick on a pig. There, mm-hmm. it's another terrible performance. You don't see Fran McCaffrey, and I would like to be able to track this somehow. How many minutes he stays? He's seated on the bench. How many times he's patrolling uh, the court in front of the bench? Mm-hmm. And I saw him sitting down. I mean, he, he knew what was going on. He knew that you know that his team was getting blown out. And it, and and the score trend was probably not an indicator. No, I mean, they they lost by what eighteen. Mm-hmm. There were times it was thirty plus. I mean, they emptied the bench early, early, right? Early. They they called off the wolves early in the basketball. It could it could have been much worse. Yeah, eighty two, which is an accomplishment for Iowa on the road this right. year. Right, and it could have been a lot more. It, it could have been a lot more. Yeah, I guess. Chris Holtman's not only a great coach, he's a nice guy, too. Yeah, he certainly proved that on Saturday. Drake, you and I played Saturday afternoon. I watched more of that game, believe it or not, than I did Purdue-Michigan State. You did. I did. I was into it. Not that I wasn't into the Big Ten heavyweight tilt, because I was. Um, Just real quick, on Drake and you and I, uh, John Rooney was the play-by-play guy. Of course, we know him as the voice of the St. Louis Cardinals. He's really good, one of the voices of the Cardinals. Adam Emenecker was the color guy, and I know he's mostly the Drake color guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't get Mediacom, so I don't hear Adam do too many games. I've heard him do, you know, early in his career. I think he's getting it's confidence, Trent. As you well know, confidence goes a long way in whatever you do. Um, I thought Emenecker was really good on Saturday. It's the best I've ever heard Adam Emenecker do a game to the really? to the point that. No, I made a note of it that I wanted to bring this up during the show today. He was, he, he was good. Yeah, and I can't say that I thought that I thought that uh, that maybe about him in previous times. And again, I hadn't heard a whole lot of the body of work there, mm-hmm. but I thought Emenecker and John Rooney were a really good team. Yeah, it didn't jump off to me. It, it, in fact, it took until they 
did the cut to both of them. I knew it was Rooney, but right. like, who's the color guy? And then they showed it was Eminecker. And then maybe just because you and I was playing poorly and I was just being honest, Drake guy over there <laughs> right. calling the game. But yeah. no, it did jump off to me. But uh, I, the, what jumped off to me is you and I, they're awful offensively. Mm. Yeah. They're really bad. They were, they were, Trent. A.J. Green better be ready to come in and average 16 a game as a freshman next year. They're going to need him to do so, aren't Mc, they? McLeod is not developed. No. Nope. Brown is not developed. Those guys are going to be juniors next year. <laughs> I mean, the, the light bulb needs to turn on. They get another year of low house, which will help, but they need A.J. Green. Was he, was, was he the best Panther on the floor, low house? Probably. I think he was. Yeah. I, I think yeah. he probably and was. Now you lose your two big guys, mm-hmm. Bennett Cook, mm-hmm. Clint Carlson, are mm-hmm. moving on. Those those are the guys that are tough to find at a place yep. like you and I. Yep. Or Ben Jacobson, if an offer would come his way. Would he start looking around? I, you know what? His guy's gone. I mean, Troy Dannon's no longer there, yeah. right? And I thought those two were joined at the hip. Yeah. Um, and, and had Dannon stayed, I thought that uh, that was probably going to be something that works out for the long time. Um, I don't know. Let, let's it'd be, it'd, be re- it'd be different that the one year he decides to go is the one year nobody's talking about him going, right? right but right. when they have good years, and there have been some, certainly been more than their share of those, everybody talks about uh, the fact that there's going to be offers and how they're going to keep their coach and yada, yada, yada. The one year that, you know, they perhaps finish absolutely 10th in a 10-team 10, uh, conference that uh, would be the uh, one that makes him decide to make that move. Uh, Drake, on the other hand, I mean, <laughs> Trent, they're going to avoid Thursday night. They're two games up from staying out. It's going to take a big collapse for them to play on Thursday night. Yes. And other teams also, the right teams, have to get hot. They win one, they're probably safe. Yeah. They win two, they are a lock to stay mm-hmm. away from the Drake Invitational for the first time in a decade. No, good. And they play Wednesday night at home, Valentine's Day. Ah, yes, Indiana State. Indiana State. Come to town. I saw Ty Patton, their SID over there, sent out a couple of funny tweets regarding that. I wish I would have um, <laughs> followed Ty on Twitter about Valentine's Day and anyways. Um, so Honey, get in the car. Room. I got something for you. Right. It's um, that hard-to-find gift, yes, right? Yes, yes. Going to the Nap Center, watching the doggies. They had a good crowd Saturday, Trent. I mean, that's an yes, in-state yep. rivalry. I get that. Uh, they, the the Nap Center looked um, looked like they had a nice crowd, but yeah, Eminecker and John Rooney, uh, very very good. At least I thought. Dylan Bonds will be here. He's uh, in the on deck circle. We'll get into the Oklahoma win preview. Kansas tomorrow night. Can they do it again? I mean, can they do yes. it again, folks? Yes. Look, I haven't been. You know, where I'm on Kansas. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not in first place anymore, they're right? They're not. When were you going to mention that? End of the season. Oh, okay. Until it happens. You know what? Probably better serve. Until it happens. Okay. All right. I'm feeling pretty good about that, Trent. I know you are. I didn't think it would be Texas Tech. No, no. But um, yeah, so far they are. Well, um, you would have been able to get the field, and they're part of the yeah, field. Absolutely. We'll talk to Dylan Mons next. We'll find out what was behind the decision to embargo the Kyle Kemp announcement. Um. This press release said they contacted the recruits. Well, they don't need to contact the recruits. You don't need to go that far. You need to contact the recruit. <laughs> if Brock Purdy's okay with uh-huh. it, everybody else is going to be fine. The offensive line couldn't give it. You know, whoa, couldn't give a darn. <laughs> Caught uh, yourself. I did. Um, we were just talking about that the other day. Was that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we were. <laughs> and so far, 22 years, I haven't. Uh, now, I can't say I haven't been in the studio when. Sure. I think there was 19 dropped that particular. Yeah. Friday morning. 
Unreal. Do you didn't count? No, but we went back and listened to the tape. We'll uh, take a time out. We will continue here. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here until 2, right here on 1700 KBGG. The 2018 State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 KBGG. February 15th through the 17th on your home for high school sports, 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. This is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. One of the scariest things that can happen to pet owners is having your pet go missing. That's why the Animal Rescue League of Iowa has partnered with iowapetalert.com to help reunite lost pets with their owners. We post every lost pet that arrives to our doors on this website within 24 hours, and the public can post lost and found pets and sign up for notifications, too. Learn more at iowapetalert.com. Running low on the stuff you need, time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too, like getting a dozen roses for just $17.99 and totally making their Valentine's Day extra special or getting one for them, one for you, Dove milk and dark chocolate hearts due for $7. For the hard to please, get 10% off all fragrances, including Viva La Juicy. Get low prices on thousands of items today and every day. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. If your old washer won't and your old dryer doesn't, the Home Depot is about to make your laundry day with up to 35% off appliance special buys, like the Electrolux high-efficiency front-load washer and electric dryer, now just $4.98 each, and 50% off matching pedestals. For guaranteed energy-efficient performance and plenty of change in your pockets, come to the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only while supplies last. Gas dryer extra. See store for details. Valid through February 28th. Well, it's that time of year again. Tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Special Olympics Iowa will host the annual Warren County Polar Plunge on Saturday, February 24th at Lake Aquabi in Indianola. The Polar Plunge is a signature fundraiser for Special Olympics and offers a unique opportunity for individuals and organizations to raise money and support Special Olympics Iowa athletes by jumping into the frigid waters. All you have to do is raise $75 and register for the event online at soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge. You can register individually or as a team. All of the proceeds from the plunge go back to the over 14,000 athletes in Iowa and fund the special Olympic programs they participate in. The Polar Plunge will start at noon on February 24th with a post party to follow. There's still plenty of time to sign up, so head on over to soiowa.org backslash polar dash plunge today. 
Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. You know, guys, we've got it pretty good. Going to games, watching sports on TV, listening to sports talk radio, we never really stop with sports. So maybe with Valentine's Day just around the corner, you ought to get her something special from Heartland Flag Poles and Flags. Did you know that we carry a huge selection of home decor and furnishings? We do. Art Peace Poles. We have a huge selection. She'll love the one you pick out for her, and best of all, she'll know that you're actually listening to her, or at least got lucky because you went to Heartland Flag Poles and Flags. 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Hi, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I until 2. Still to come, land at 10. Scott Dockerman this hour. He jumps in at about 1240. We'll talk some Hawks, 1245 with Scott. Right now, let's talk Iowa State. Dylan Mons covers them for the Ames Tribune. AmesTrib.com to read Dylan Mons or Travis Hines or any of the other great reporters at the Ames Tribune. Dylan, Trent, and Ken, thanks for coming on. How are you? Doing pretty well, guys. How are you? Doing fine. Uh, let's save the basketball for a moment. We got uh, the word uh, Matt Campbell sent out a release uh, Friday afternoon that uh, that Kyle Kemp had been granted that sixth year. He kind of seemed like he was a little coy, and I think we spoke about it you know, prior, earlier in the week when you guys had an opportunity on signing day to talk to him. He seemed to be a little coy, almost like... You know, the, the, like he knew which way that the NCAA was going to rule. Well, little did we know they already had. So it was pretty, he had a pretty good feeling. I, I don't understand the need to embargo uh, the announcement from the 30th of January. I know that he's read the release and he, he told all the recruits, which to me he didn't have to. He just had to tell Brock Purdy. It's the only one that really mattered in this thing because Mitchell had already signed, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but why do you think that they did that? I don't understand the need to keep that under wraps. Yeah, it's a really good question, and I don't think we've really gotten a, a straight answer necessarily. Uh, I, I think when Kyle Kemp talked to us, he talked about not wanting there to be a distraction with signing day, and they're in winter workouts anyway, so it's it didn't necessarily affect uh, what they would do in spring practices, who would be taking those number one reps and, and things like that. I, I know, uh, you know, I think uh, from the way the release is worded, it does sound like Matt Campbell did indeed know on uh, on signing day that they had gotten it. But I think it was just all kind of meant to not have all those distractions surrounding the team with, with signing day kind of being dominated by uh, the Kemp thing, which, which I'm sure it would have been. So help us out. Um, 
they've got the quarterback room. I don't know if they have enough chairs um, in the quarterback room. Kemp comes back. Brock Purdy's going to be there. Zeb Noland is already there. Devin Moore is, I guess, over the injury. Um, and, and he was, a, you know, they were talking about him this past August, so, that, so they like his ability. There's going to be a lot of them. Does the fact that Brock Purdy was made aware of the fact that Kemp is getting that other year lead you to believe that, that a red shirt is in all likelihood going to be, um, you know, uh, applied to him this upcoming year? Yeah, I think that's kind of the hope with, with Brock Purdy and Real Mitchell. I think it's, it's a good opportunity, and uh, whether they were going to get Kyle Kemp back or they, whether they were going to go after a grad transfer just to kind of bridge the gap to some of those younger guys, I think the plan was probably to get those guys redshirted. Uh, and then next year when Kyle Kemp is, is actually gone, they'll, they'll kind of uh, – you know, Zebel obviously have, have experience in, in seniority kind of on some of those younger guys. But then I think they could really open it up to those three or four guys that they'll have. And then um, they just got a commitment from Ethan Bean out of Kansas the other day. Um, so I think they're going to have they, – what they really wanted to do was kind of replenish that room. Uh, getting tense back kind of helped that this year. And then I think uh, next year, too, they'll kind of have that, that three to four to five uh, quarterbacks on scholarship range that they really want. So I think that's probably their their goal there. So the quarterback position, is it a state of flux? How's spring going to go? Is it this is Kyle Kemp's job, Zeb Nolan, you're the backup, or do you see it being an open competition? I think it'll be an open competition from the standpoint of they're not just going to hand the job over to a guy. And I think that's kind of how they've approached all these different positions. Uh, when Matt Campbell first stepped in, obviously the new coach is going to kind of open things up to really get to know the guys. Um, but I think that's just kind of the way they operate in general. He, Matt Campbell was asked on uh, signing day kind of about the competition that some of these younger guys coming into the program can kind of create with those those other rooms, uh, whether it's wide receiver, defensive line, uh, offensive line, things, things of that nature. Really to get better, you have to have, some of these younger, younger guys probably threaten a little bit to come in and, and play over some of those older guys. And I think that's the way you really find uh, who's going to fit the program best, who's going to help you win the most. And uh, I don't think quarterback the quarterback room will be any different. I expect if you had to probably uh, lean one way or the other, I would say Kyle Kemp would probably get more of the number one snaps. But I think that Nolan's going to get plenty of those too, and they're going to just kind of open it up to, to both of those guys really kind of leading the way. And then, like you said, you have Kevin Moore behind them, and then the, red, the true freshmen kind of uh, learning the ropes a little bit and kind of getting acclimated, especially with Real being here in the spring. But it'll be interesting to kind of see how they divvy those up or if they'll talk about how much they divvy, divvy them up between those two. Uh, Devin Moore, a really good athlete by all accounts. Could you see him being asked maybe to, I'm not saying linebacker, but you know what I mean, uh, find another, maybe a skill position? Um, they can't all play quarterback, as you well know. What, how do you see that working out, in particular with Moore? Yeah, I think they'll, they'll ride him at quarterback for a while, just to kind of feel him out because he hasn't necessarily gotten a fair shake because of his injury. So I think they'll probably go with him at quarterback for a while, kind of see what they can do, but... I wouldn't be surprised if you maybe saw him line up outside a little bit uh, in a pass-picking role. I don't think he'll necessarily be a tight end type just because they have so many uh, able bodies there. with Chase Allen, Dylan Sander, Charlie Kohler coming in to play for the first time. They'll have plenty of those guys there. And Sam Buckner being back as kind of that F tight end position. 
So I think uh, you could possibly see him line up outside. I'm sure he'll kind of learn some of those that might know him already, uh, just because the quarterback position, you do have to know all those positions. But I think uh, I think he'll stick at quarterback for a little bit, and then possibly, um, you know, you never know. I, I think he could uh, find his way outside a little bit at some point. Two basketball, Dylan, and uh, another home victory at Hilton. Great environment. Just a great game. Uh, this team, we see they're completely different at home as opposed to the road. Another big one with Kansas. But before we get to that, uh, your biggest takeaway with the win over Oklahoma, what you saw that really jumped off to you? Yeah, I think uh, obviously when Lindell Wiggins and Donovan Jackson and Cameron Hart just play like that, it really gives them a kind of a three-headed monster and makes them a little bit tougher to defend. So I think um, obviously the goal is to always have those guys playing on. Uh, that's not going to happen just because of the youth of Wigginson and, and Bard. But when they're on, I think it, it's pretty special to watch. And then I think really kind of what allowed them to, to get over the hump there was the defense, especially in the first half, Donovan Jackson, Grant Talley. Mm-hmm. All those guys really played well uh, when they took turns on Trey Young. And he ended up getting his points, obviously, with, with 22 on the day. But I think really what they were able to kind of do to help slow Oklahoma down uh, was was impressive and, and necessary to get the win. And then when Oklahoma kind of made that that comeback and that run, um, you, you you see games in the past and you wonder if Iowa State's going to be able to kind of pull that out or sustain its its advantage. And it was really kind of able to find a way to gut it out and win. So I think the, uh, those few things were probably what stuck out to me the most. Uh, Wilder Babs' uh, status for tomorrow night against Kansas. I know that he got positive news from the MRI. Has there been any determination as to, because this, I think, was going to be, they they hope to have him back for Kansas tomorrow night. What are the, are, what are the chances, I guess, of that happening? Yeah, I, I wasn't at the press conference today, and I know I, I saw kind of a few things on Twitter, like like everybody else. It looks like he might uh, be getting out there to work out a little bit, and, possibly give it a go, but I think what, what Steve Prince said the most was they like uh, what Wigginson's been able to give him that point guard and be in that kind of attack mode. So I think they they may try to just have him wait it out and, and possibly give it a go this weekend um, just to make him feel as good as possible because with knees, uh, you always just kind of probably on the side of caution a little bit and you want him to feel it obviously as good as possible. But I, I doubt he plays tomorrow. Uh, maybe he'll give it a go in practice, get on the court a little bit. Um, just to kind of see how he feels, but I, I don't know if I'd expect him to play. So here we are. We're getting deeper and deeper into February, and the Jayhawks are not in first place. Dylan, is Kansas still going to at least get a share of the regular season crown, or are we going to have a new champion this year? Man, it is kind of crazy. The, the more the week's go on and the game's go on, it looks like uh, some of these teams are going to be able to, to kind of uh, – usurp them and, and get there. Texas Tech has been really impressive, I think. Um, Kansas obviously has to go there. Um, and they've not really kind of locked down Allen Fieldhouse like they have in the past. So I think they're susceptible to, to this being the year where they finally get up to that. I don't know uh, if I can really pick against them until they're mathematically eliminated. I, I could still see them kind of turning it on, it seems like. Um, once you get into February a little bit, uh, later in February, they kind of flip a switch and seem to find it, especially in the Big 12. So I think I probably still say they get at least a share, but, man, it's been impressive um, what some of these other Big 12 teams have done at the top, especially Texas Tech, just kind of 
uh, not coming out of nowhere because they had the talent and Chris Beard's a good coach, but man, uh, they really kind of put it all together and looked impressive. Uh, Kansas has lost two out of their last three, had a nice win over TCU, which was close for a while. They pulled away to win, but they lost at Baylor. Oklahoma State's got two massive road wins for the Cowboys, uh, winning uh, in West Virginia, and of course the, the game uh, when, they, when they knocked off Kansas a couple of weeks ago. This this Kansas this is a winnable basketball game tomorrow night, Dylan. If you if I would have um, you know made that statement late January, even a week ago, I wouldn't. I'm not so sure. I would. I thought that this uh, that this game tomorrow night was winnable. I know it's Hilton, but look what they're doing. This they've knocked off three top twenty teams already. Why not make it four tomorrow night? Yeah, I certainly think it's possible. And when you kind of, it's, they're obviously different teams when you talk about this point. But I think. The way Iowa State was able to play them in Allen Fieldhouse and um, certainly had their opportunities to go and win that game, too. And then Kansas, obviously, as they've been able to do over the years, kind of was able to find ways to win at home. But I think uh, kind of what we said before, if, if Wigginson can, can be on his game, if Lawrence can kind of give those good guys from Kansas trouble down low, if Donovan Jackson is him from outside, they certainly have the pieces when you throw in if Zeran Talley can get his buckets, if, mm-hmm. if Solomon Young can kind of, be a load down there. Yep. If, if everybody kind of is healthy, puts it all together, I think that's uh, that's a recipe that could have Iowa State win tomorrow for sure. Good stuff, Dylan Moss. We'll talk to you at the end of the week. Appreciate you coming on, as we always do, aimstrib.com to read Dylan. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. Take care. Good to talk to you. Dylan Moss covers Iowa State football and uh, basketball. Kansas and Texas Tech play February the 24th. Middle of the afternoon on a Saturday. Here's Kansas' schedule, what they've got left. We know Iowa State tomorrow. They host West Virginia on Saturday. Mm -hmm. West Virginia's been the team... Kind of had their number throughout the years. They they played they well. Have that's a good Kansas. point. Although Kansas came back and had that he knocked did. them off in Morgantown. What's wrong? What's up with the Mountaineers? Uh, then they host Oklahoma. Huge. Mm-hmm. That's a big Monday game. That's big. That's a Eight week o'clock. from tonight. Yes. Uh, then they go to Texas Tech. That's the game we were referring to. Just massive before hosting Texas, finishing at Oki State. Boynton's got that team playing well. <laughs> they they've got a couple of uh, huge huge. Quadrant one, yes. <laughs> but it's tough getting used to that, isn't it? It is. It's not quite. Doesn't roll off the tongue like a top fifty window. It doesn't. But you know what? Get used to it because this is the norm now. Yes. Um, if you haven't made yourself familiar with it, and I made sure that I was up to speed this weekend, little homework. Oklahoma uh, makes the top sixteen. I saw that. That was the head scratcher. The Rhode Island, your Rhode Island yes. team, is the one that I'm po- folks thought let, was. Let, let them fly under the radar. I'm fine with that. With so, where what seed do you want them? Where do you want them? A, a nice five would be perfect, wouldn't it? A nice five, knock off yeah. a four in the round of thirty-two, Boom. upset on a go. one, a lead eight. As long as Stanford isn't sitting there, well, that was twenty years ago. Yeah, no. probably not the same, right? It won't be the same. No, no. Did you watch any Gonzaga St. Mary's? By the way, I did. So did I. Wasn't that uh, boy the Zags? Jack Linsdale probably played his worst game of the season. Which was, well, but he they they guarded him. They did. They did. Which was, I mean, but it was a national mm-hmm. stage game, and he has been good. And the times I flip on St. Mary's, he's really good. Not Play so like much that. Saturday no, night. No, Zags are uh, probably for real. Yeah. And, Whoever gets shipped out west going to be open. It'll probably be the fourth number four seed. Mm-hmm. Might see Xavier out there, Cincinnati mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. Could be a wild region. Uh, Scott Dockerman, he'll join us next. Land at 10. Look forward to catching up with Doc. We'll do so following this quick timeout. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are with you until 2 on 1700 KBGG. 
You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Greater Des Moines Habitat for Humanity's new Restore is now open in Urbandale. Donations of home improvement items to Restore are sold to the public to support Habitat's mission of building homes, communities, and hope. So donate, shop, and volunteer at your nearest Restore on East Euclid or in Urbandale. As a small business owner, you're always on the go. So how can you make sure you never miss a customer's call? Grasshopper. That's right. With Grasshopper, you get all of the features of a business phone system that's affordable and incredibly easy to use directly on your cell phone. You get a toll-free or vanity phone number that's memorable and professional. Customers are forwarded to your phone and connected to your team. And you can work from anywhere using Wi-Fi calling or our desktop app. And with our mobile app, your outgoing calls and texts show up as your professional phone number. Voicemails are transcribed and sent to your email so you can determine their importance at a glance. So whether you're on the go or working from home and need to keep business calls separate or you simply want a professional tone, Grasshopper makes it happen. Set up your account in just minutes. There are no long-term contracts and support is 24-7. Get your calls, stay connected, thrive. Now get $20 off your first month when you visit grasshopper.com slash radio. Grasshopper.com slash radio. The 2018 Iowa High School State Wrestling Tournament is coming to 1700 AM KBGG. Catch myself, Trent Condon, on the call Thursday, February 15th through the state championships on Saturday, February 17th. We'll keep you up to date with play-by-play of all the local wrestlers from across central Iowa. Tune in to 1700 for the State Wrestling Tournament on your home for high school sports. 1700 KBGG. The State Wrestling Tournament is presented by Mercy College of Health Sciences. Discover your passion in healthcare. Hey, honey, going to the chicken coop to watch the game. Whoa, football season is over. What game? Uh, the basketball, soccer, hockey game uh, race. Oh, big fan of those sports now, are we? Yeah, yeah, always. You know me. You're really just going for the wings and beer, aren't you? Pretty much. Bye. Yeah, buddy. The chicken coop knows what's up. The games are great, but the real MVPs are the flame-broiled wings and beer at your favorite sports bar. The chicken coop, sports bar and grill. West Des Moines and Urban Dale. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus, and online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Walk to prevent suicide. Join the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention and participate in an out-of-the-darkness community walk. Register for a walk near you at outofthedarkness.org. Suicide takes an enormous toll on families, friends, co-workers, and entire communities. Walk to raise awareness. Walk to raise funds for research, education, advocacy, and programs to support people impacted by suicide. Walk to save lives. Go to outofthedarkness.org today. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at MRExecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Trent and I with you until uh, 2 o'clock. Coming up in the 1 o'clock hour, Rob Doster, NBC Sports, covers college basketball. Uh, we will talk to Rob and look forward to that. And then Todd Fredrickson of the Iowa Wild, they made a couple of uh, splashes this past weekend on the ice as well. A big, big crowd for the uh, Pink in the Rink promotion on Saturday night. Uh, they also signed another five-year extension, so the Wild are going nowhere Hockey continues to, I'm going to say, thrive. Oh. In that it's certainly growing, Trent. Maybe not. It's it's on the cusp of thriving. I haven't been there yet this year. Haven't you? Nor have I. <laughs> That's not a surprise. You don't leave Ankeny. Well, no, but I'm going <laughs> to watch my Jets, here. right, if I'm going to watch a game. Yes. Uh, let's got uh, Scott Darkman in here. He covers the Hawkeyes for Land of 10. He's got a couple of football articles up today. Thank and goodness. that's where we'll start. <laughs> I think it's a good business decision, Docs, in a click-driven world. Let's write about Iowa football. How are you, Scott Dockerman? Hey, great, guys. What's going on today? Well, I want to uh, get to the um, offensive depth chart in a moment, one of your two pieces you've put up. But it's a great question, Doc, and I'm glad that you do this. We've um, our, our conversations over the last six months or so, um, it seems like frequently we're bringing up one of the questions and one of your answers uh, that you answer on uh, Land of Ten. And it's, it's, I guess, something I never thought of. But, yes, they do seem to play Penn State an inordinate amount of times when you figure out the crossovers in the Big Ten East. You don't see Ohio State a ton. You don't see Michigan a ton. But, boy, you sure see a lot of the Nittany Lions. What was your reply to that, Scott Darkham? And why is that the case? Well, once the uh, Big Ten expanded and then added a, a ninth game to its schedule, uh, they uh, and you have two divisions, there was a lot of discussion about whether or not they should have permanent rivals across divisions. And that just wasn't going to work because the only real rivalry that needed to be played was uh, Purdue-Indiana. And so what they decided to do was say, this one's protected, the rest of them will rotate them. And they want to make sure that there are enough really high-profile matchups 
to entice television, especially because they were going through a television negotiation at the time. And so uh, they did it on a, on a three-year basis, and that was uh, you have Iowa with Penn State, Nebraska with Ohio State, Michigan and Wisconsin, and then a few others. Uh, but, it, you know, it turned out that they released schedules for four years instead of three because it's a three-year cycle. And so when, once they get, came to, you know, the 2020 and 2021 schedules, it was like, well, they needed to just extend those to uh, the second cycle to, to a three-year block. So you have six straight years where Iowa plays Penn State, where over that same period of time, Iowa plays Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, everybody else in the East just once. Or twice, I'm sorry. Once at home, once on the road. Doc, to uh, your other piece, you have depth chart, uh, projection of a depth chart, what it'll look like. Quarterback, pretty easy. There aren't a whole lot of options there. And a couple of youngsters uh, sitting there behind Nate Stanley. But of the rest of the position groups offensively, what was the most difficult to kind of come up with the two deep? I would have to say offensive line right now is just pretty challenging um, because, you know, you look at what Iowa has and they have, you know, two guys at, at tackle that seem to be the case, uh, you know, there both were starters of freshmen last year and Alec Jackson and Tristan Wirfs. But then, you know, Keegan Render started most of the season at guard. Um, you know, Ross Reynolds started a game and rotated with, with Render. They look like likely starters. But once you take James Daniels out, who declared for the NFL draft, it's like, okay, what do you do now? Um, you know, and Keegan Render is probably the odds-on guy to move inside. He was the backup officially last year, even though on the depth chart it never really said that. So uh, I, I think that's kind of the massaging of what happens there. And I think Ross Reynolds blocks up one job. The other one, I've got Levi Paulson just simply because of uh, seniority there. But Mark Kallenberger has turned a lot of heads. He's going to be an incoming freshman, and or he's a freshman last year. A little bit uh, light, but, you know, this is their building season. Um, really mean guy, tall, probably should be is more of a tackle uh, type, you know, in the, in later in his career. But um, he might be able to fit in there. And then, you know, some of the others uh, I think that are more intriguing, I think the most concerning spot on the offense, uh, personnel-wise, might be, might actually be running back. I think so too. Losing two, two uh, you know, talented players, and and then you start to look at their depth, and you go, ooh, you know, Torin Young and Ivory Kelly Martin had a nice year, but uh, Kate, you know, Keyshawn Bryan redshirted, Tokes on Ken Rabate redshirted, and he had a medical issue, and you bring in only one running back. So um, I I'm kind of concerned at that position for Iowa right now. I you know because simply because health-wise. We've seen this position take a beating over the years, and it doesn't—it's not far-fetched to think that they might be down to four or five uh, running backs, you know, by midseason at some point. We saw them take a grad transfer in Butler last year, um, and, and he got hurt and missed a—you know—I think about four or five weeks, whatever it was, Doc. So we really—I don't think—got to see the best out of him. Is—is is, is Iowa open to entertaining more uh, grad transfer opportunities at positions of need, like running back, maybe? Oh, I bet they would. Absolutely. I mean, they took two last summer. One didn't work out at right. wide receiver. The other, other certainly did at, at running back. James Butler, and as you mentioned, I think you know his injury kind of robbed him of his senior year. And um, I, you know, if if there's another one that comes up, I saw what a Kansas State running back Couple, that he's yeah. looking around. Um, you know, and then I'm not, you know, predict, uh, speculating or projecting anything there. But but it wouldn't su- surprise me at all if they would take a peek if somebody wants to if somebody's available, because, uh, you know, I, I think Torrin Young's pretty good, and I think Ivory Kelly Martin is, is good as well, but 
Um, they've never proven it. You know, at least, at least with Akram Wadley, he'd proven it one year, you know, and then this was a one-two punch. But um, I don't know if you could trust these guys to, to carry the ball as often as they do, especially expect them to stay healthy all year. But, uh, you know, the other, the other position, of course, is wide receiver. And, um, you know, that, that's still kind of an open, you know, slate, if you will. I mean, Nick Easley, you know, is going to start. He, he caught 51 passes for Iowa. Amir Smith-Marset was really inconsistent, but showed a lot, flashed a lot of potential. I think Brandon Smith, from what all accounts that I've talked to with people over there, they really like the way he's come along here and, and uh, the, the building portion, that he's up to you know 215 pounds, and they just want to push him a little bit more. But, um, you know, one incoming guy I think that's got a real chance at, at making a splash at that position and playing a lot is Tyrone Tracy out of uh, – um, out of Indianapolis, one one guy told me that hey, we we don't have guys like this. This guy's wow. special in, in his athletic ability and how fast he is and what he can do. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if he gets on the field a lot, if not starts for this team. Doc, in our final minute, Iowa basketball takes it on the chin again. This time uh, to Ohio State. What four games left of the regular season? What's there to watch? What, what's there to look for? Because twenty-seven games in. Doesn't look like this team has uh, done anything to approve upon itself. Yeah, they've they've got some. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you on that, <laughs> what to watch for. But you know, we kind of it's kind of like record this every week yeah, and do it yeah, the same way. Good. But you know, this this team's not very good. We know that. I mean, you just you just watch it for the pure entertainment of it, and you know, and I guess cross your fingers and hope they win a game or two. But you know, I, I think you know what what you're trying to see is some sort of progress something that could make you think, you know what, next year might not be so bad. They got chances. And I thought you came away with that a little bit with uh, Michigan State. You know, and frankly, you know, they're on the road at Ohio State, a team that's 13-1 in the Big Ten. You know, you really, no, in no other world, even if Iowa was good, would you expect to go there and win that type of game? But, but you know, the, the same old issues keep creeping up. You know, defense, they can't stop the ball. Um, you know, to me, I think the most concerning thing on this team going forward that has to be changed, and, and mostly on offense, would be the two guard has to be alive at some point. You know, they just they, they're, there's one game you see, you know, Isaiah Moss or Macy Daly have a really strong game. You know, and like the other day, they were two of twelve combined, and I, I think uh, you know you might see that. <laughs> elevate quite a bit next year um you know when you when you bring in a you know a, a guy like uh, the muscatine kid you know but he's not uh, bad. other than that yeah yeah he's, he's pretty good but other than that I, I just don't i think you just say well i'll just watch the rest of the games and then by march march 1st you know look ahead to spring training or or whatever else is out there Hmm. Talk 20 seconds left. You're seeing uh, Nunji's light go on. I, I'm seeing a lot of improvement, especially the last couple of weeks out of him. Yeah, he's, he's inconsistent like a lot of freshmen, sure. but he's flashed a lot of potential. And I think, you know, what you're seeing is he's, he's tall, he's athletic, he's a lot like Jared Utah in some ways was at that age, except he's thicker. You know, 18 points, 6 of 12 from the floor. I mean, 5 of 5 from the free throw line. I mean, I think you want to see more of this guy. And maybe that's the way they go. They say, you know what? His potential and upside is greater than that of, say, Ahmad Wagner or or even uh, um, Nicholas Bear. So maybe you just might want to put him out there a little more often. Scott Dockerman, Land at 10. Thank you, Doc. Appreciate it. Talk to you next week. 
All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Good to talk to you. Scott Dockerman, Land at 10, 1 o'clock hours next. Trent and I will talk to Rob Doster, NBC Sports, covers college basketball, and Todd Fredrickson from the Iowa Wild. Ken Miller Show, come on back, 1700 KBGG. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Hey, guys. This is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. If you're a small business owner, you know how important it is to keep good records. We can help. Hi, this is Mike Hammon, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services located in West Des Moines. Bookkeeping, payroll, sales tax reporting, as well as income taxes, everything you need to be successful in running your business. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. You do what you do best and let us do the rest. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440 Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. I light the night for my dad. I light the night for my daughter. I light the night to end blood cancer. The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Light the Night brings together survivors and supporters to bring light to the darkness of cancer and to help fund life-saving research. About every three minutes in America, someone is diagnosed with a blood cancer. Advances made in blood cancer research are leading to treatments for many cancers and other serious diseases. Help light the path to cures. Join Light the Night today. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100 Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. 
Villaggio. In the car. All day at work. At home. 1700 KBGG Des Moines. A cumulus station. Big news. Big talk.